You're listening to The Swindle, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to The Swingdom. We are here this week for the USGA Championship. That's what it says. It says the USGA Open Championship. Where are you looking at this? It says it on the uh, when I when I looked it up on their website. When I looked up the uh, US Open Information oh, Golf. Oh. Yep. Oh. US. It's US. Said. US Open Championship. USGA. USGA. Ugh. USGA. What does the USGA do anyway? Golf stuff. How, ridic- how ridiculous would it be if there was like a? Th- well, I guess it's probably the same as like the NCAA making up like football rules for college football. They do make up football rules for college football. <laughs> I don't think they make up like the actual gameplay rules. I think they just make up the like the governing body rules. Now, there's there's rules that are different from professional to collegiate. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not saying they're like, oh, like it's like 12 yards is a first down versus 10 yards is a first down. I think they no, basically like – I think they – You only need one foot in bounds. Yeah, but I don't, know if, like, I don't know if like the NCAA makes up that rule or if it was like college football makes up that rule. Or are they just one and the same? One and the same. Okay. All right, back to the show. NCAA governs the Division One, two, three. They, they govern all colleges. So the USGA, but the USGA does not govern the PGA. Right, but they govern the rules. Yeah. Oh, it's just weird. All right, you ready? You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to The Swingdom. I am Ben. I play golf. I've got golf clubs. I'm with my best golfing buddy, Gunnar. He plays golf. He has golf clubs. (laughs) that's all you need to know that's all you need to know (laughs) i thought i'd change it up a little bit today since it is um since it's not a pga tour event this week it's a usga tour event this week yeah who else plays on the usga tour (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm really excited I love the U.S. Open. It's got to be. It's got to be one of the better events. That, See, you uh, you like the U.S. Play. You like the U.S. Open because uh, of the level of competition, right? Absolutely. And I love the U.S. Invitation, the U.S. Invitational, because of the the USGA basically takes a course that the PGA loves. And gives it like teeth and like a battle axe. <laughs> That's right. And like some armor and like sends the course into battle. This is uh, this is competitive golf in its purest form. What I it's don't the best like players in no. the world against the hardest course possible. But what I don't get is why don't you do this week? Why doesn't the PGA do this week in week out? I can imagine the cost to turn. Did you see that? Uh, they did it at the, the BMW rough. two weeks ago, and it was fine. I don't know if that wasn't by accident. I don't it probably know was. It probably was by accident. But I'm saying it's not. It's not impossible to do. There is a formula. The USGA has a formula. Yeah, but the USGA starts early. Well, I was telling you they're they're working on Congressional Country Club to get it ready for the U.S. Open. Yeah. In eight years i'm with them (laughs) i'm absolutely with them on that um yeah so this week is the u.s invitational presented by the usga 
where all of the PGA Tour players get invited, amateurs get invited, mid-amateur, all that sort of stuff. They all get invited. This is, um, this is the true test of American golf. It really is. In its truest form. I absolutely love it. I'm so excited. I'm excited, too. I love it. Like, you, you're wearing your Shinnecock Hills hat from last year. Two years ago. Two years ago. Sorry. Last year was Pebble Beach. My apologies. I knew that. Brain, so okay. the date the date is on the hat yeah but you're you're really far <laughs> away from me you're all the way in america yeah, look at that. there That's you the go right the 118th u.s open why doesn't it that was so that year it was legitimately an open no no it says the 2018 u.s open this oh, wow. was the hundred and the 117th edition so, yeah, so my number one, like, Phil Mickelson putting a moving ball, still the best moment of my golf-watching life. So that was uh, – I watched Phil play for five holes. Uh, we sang happy birthday to him because it happened on his birthday. It was his birthday. <laughs> it was his birthday. We sang happy birthday to him uh, during competition, which I thought we were going to get kicked out for. Yeah. But we didn't. Yeah. Uh, it was fantastic. He absolutely loved it. He gave us a thumbs up. So I can't tell you what it's like to get a thumbs up from Phil Mickelson. That's you know? really cool. Yeah. And uh, so I watched him for four holes, and I watched him tee off on the – not it wasn't the fifth hole, but it was the fifth hole we watched. Yeah. Him, we followed him for, and uh, we left him off the tee, and we went to – uh, where we would end up staying for the rest of the tournament, uh, yeah. which I believe was like 16 or whatever. Mm-hmm. That green that we left him on, that tee box, that's when he putted the moving ball on, <laughs> on the I green. Mean, it, it, and I, I was so upset because, like, you could hear the rumblings coming down the fairway because everybody has these, like, earpieces yeah. to listen to the broadcast. You can listen to the radio broadcast, yeah. While you're watching it in live action, well, all, you just – it's like a murmur that comes from the green. What just all the way down? Well, I remember watching box. it, and everybody was just like, "What just happened? What happened?" And it basically like what it looked like to me was Phil ripped off his middle finger, and he jammed his putter in there, and he just like waved it at the clubhouse where the USGA was. He was just like, "You're never gonna let me win this." You guys make this impossibly right. difficult on purpose. And I hate you. Yeah. And you hate me. And the hate is mutual. And like I I think it's hilarious <laughs> that screw the, your rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a two it's a two-stroke penalty. Like it went from but he basically said that if if he missed that putt long, it was gonna roll down the green around a bunker, and he was gonna have to chip around a bunker. So he's o- over a bunker and he's like, well. If I if I miss that chip into the bunker, it's a two shot penalty. Like it's a two shot penalty for missing that putt anyway. So I might as well just keep it close to the hole and make that putt. Totally legitimate. I do a strategy. I I mean, he he had a strategy. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and in the moment to to understand the rules that well and and understand your own game. One more Phil story I'll give you from that particular day was. Hole two at Shinnecock Hills was like 240 yard par three. Well, he, I remember walking past it and looking at it and saying, oh my God, this is why they're pros. Like it's straight uphill. It's 240 yards. It's stupid. Yeah. The pins, the pins hidden between two bunkers and they put the pin up front. And I said, there's no way. And we watched people hit balls off of that just to see what it was like. Yeah. Uh, saw some really good shots, very impressive yeah. shots, and then some that were like, yeah, that's how my ball would end up. Well, so at we, the end of the – Do we have – oh, sorry. Yeah, my apologies. Well, at the end of the day, he he went off about how ridiculous of a whole setup that was, and I just remember feeling vindicated as an amateur player saying, like, if Phil Mickelson is angry about this par three, I have every right to think that this it's be so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm with you. <laughs> Um, so do you want to get into the news? Do you, is there much news? Uh, I didn't oh, see much uh, news. All the news is U.S. US Invitational News. I almost said it. 
That was terrifying. I almost, that, I, I almost said it. Um, U.S. Invitational News, presented by the USGA. Um, yeah. Two bits of news. Did you see the video of how deep the rough is? No. Uh, I there's there's a video golf.com put it out or or such and and it said the the rough is an Arnold Palmer can is Arnold Palmer can deep. Wow. I'm like, what does that mean? I can't even understand that. That's like right? seven it's inches just, already. So no joke. They walk up on the green on on the rough. You can't see anything. Then the camera pans up and you see the top of a can. I was like, ah, it doesn't and it doesn't look that deep. Yeah, and I thought, oh, maybe it's just like a regular size can. Well, yeah. they start pulling it up, and it's the big can. It's the it tall is, boy. It's the tall boy, and it is that deep. It yeah. is insane. Yeah, that's like There's seven, no eight way. inches. There's no way. The thing is, though, uh, is like we wouldn't even find our golf balls on a day like that. Not a chance. And they got we they got little flags. flags. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even like I mean, yeah, we we talked about this a little bit last week, but it's like. You said you said now that there are no fans, you realize how good that the players have it. Um, yeah, one of one of my least favorite rules in golf is like a lost ball is like um, is a stroke and distance. Uh -huh. So like I get that if you if you've hit it into the trees, I hate it when you hit it into a soft spot in the rough and it's just gone. And everybody on the tee box is like, it landed within this five feet. It didn't bounce. You're just out of luck. Like, I think, I think if everybody agrees, you should be able to sort of just, like, take a free drop from where you think the ball landed as an amateur. But you're never yeah, – that ball's never going to affect you as a pro because they're always going to be able to find your ball. Exactly. That's why, that's why I have a non-existent petition to enforce the <laughs> – to, to enforce the PGA Tour drop. That's, yeah. that's the name of – that's the name of your free relief is the – the the PGA Tour drop. Yeah, and I'm with that you. is if let's, you know let's you get that didn't on Instagram. Let's out. get that petition going. Um, if you know you didn't hit it out, you get to drop where it ended. Yeah, it's like the same with leaves in the fall. Yeah, like if you're not playing on a high end course like Wingfoot, they're not blowing the leaves off of all the fairways constantly. So, yeah. and the other side, of that, right. not only are they are they not blowing, but like. If you – what happens if you're trying to kick the leaves and look for your ball and you kick the ball? Right. That's a penalty. Yeah, I'm with you. So, not a whole lot of news because everything is, like, U.S. Invitational-centric. Um, all we've really had over the last few days are interviews and practice rounds. Everybody is saying that this U.S. Open course is going to be one of the U. I'm sorry, U.S. Invitational courses is going to be probably the hardest natural course they've played. This is the home to the massacre at Wingfoot. Everybody thinks that happened in 2006, but in fact, that happened. I want to say in in the mid 1960s. Johnny Miller shot the record uh, 63 the year before. And so the following year, they, yeah, they gave wing, winged foot teeth and made it impossible to play. Um, I don't think anybody shot around under par. The winner certainly wasn't under par. Um, and that was sort of like the, that was one of the first years where they were like, okay, like the, the USGA can bring it when it comes to these tournaments. Um, yeah, I mean, this probably is, my favorite of like i love watching the u.s invitational because of how hard the course is and how it basically makes these golfers look normal like they you know they sort of make them look like five to ten handicaps which i think is a lot of fun um the masters is great because it's got so much history you know every shot on every hole over the last 10 15 years i absolutely love that and then um the British Open's great because the weather can really just mess with you. Like, the weather becomes the biggest factor usually at a British Open, whether it's so dry that the balls are running out, like, an extra, like, 100 yards, or if it's really windy or whatever. Um, and then the PGA, to me, always just feels like another PGA Tour event. They decided to make a little bit harder. Yeah, it always feels like a, a, a playoff event. Yeah. It, it, 
it almost feels like an early playoff event. Yeah. Um, so no, the U.S. the U.S. Invitational. I'm super psyched for. Last year, Gary Woodland won it at Pebble Beach. Yeah. Everybody was hoping to see um, Tiger take it or Brooks. Brooks came in second, uh, but Woodland took it, so he's the defending champion. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I had sorry. I had one bit of news for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize we were getting into it right now. No, but, I was just I was just talking because you you disappeared for a second. <laughs> oh, because I was looking I was looking for because I could I can never remember his name because I only ever refer to him as Danny Noonan. Oh, but okay. He has a name, Michael O'Keefe. Yeah. So Michael O'Keefe, uh, the actor who played Danny Noonan on Caddyshack. Yeah. Uh, grew up and caddied when he was younger at Winged Foot. Yeah. And he. Uh, he always wanted to um, caddy at the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, and he got the chance. So I was just – it just feel good. Yeah, it's a feel good, especially after last week. There weren't a lot of feel-good stories. No, there wasn't. No, no. so – But I, I was pretty excited yeah. uh, for, old, for old Danny Noonan. Too bad, too bad Chevy Chase didn't come out there. Yeah, we, I mean, have a surprise, we have a surprise guest on, on our U.S. Open show. What are you doing? Abby was – this is totally appropriate because uh, the reason I went to the U.S. Open a couple of years back was a Father's Day gift from a friend of mine. So, Aww. so uh, the, the U.S. Open is special to us. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, should we – Should we? Um, let's get into it. Let's, let's, let's tear it let's, up. Let's do a read. Let's do a read. I'll do the read table it's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors hey guys it is time to us open your ears what? and Good go one. get yourself a free hearing test you've been officially us invited ah. <laughs> to go and get a free hearing test using the code word mamaronek yeah, can you go ahead and spell that for us? M A M A M A M A R O N E K. So you know those things that are sitting on the sides of the things that are that's above your neck? Those are your ears. You should go and get them tested at Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. <laughs> Give them a call at plus one seven three two eight 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 nine thousand. Again, that's plus one seven three two eight 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 nine thousand. You are listening to the U.S. Invitational Open Golf Tournament, sponsored by Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. And um, yeah, give them a call. Use the code word "golf." Get yourself a free hearing test. Decide whether or not you need a hearing aid. That was that was terrible. That was terrible. Did you like that? You like all the uh <laughs> I did, but I can't help but think nobody else will like that. No, but nobody else listens to us. It's just us. It's just That's us right. and Mug Dad. Mug Dad's getting his one mention right now because he listens to us. Um Always looking for the attention. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we, yeah, it is, it is U.S. Invitational Week. I can't call it the USGA Championship anymore. I've given that up until next year. Um, I'm very excited about that. Um, Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see, like, last year at Pebble Beach, it was a test. Yes. Um, the year before it at Shinnecock was a real test. It was, Ooh. that was a tough one. Ooh. Um, I like what, I think what Justin Thomas had to say about it was, was like this 14 years later, this is a new course. This is a course that nobody knows. Right. And Justin Thomas, like you just got to, you don't, you don't have, you can't watch film from last year or the year before, like at Pebble beach, you can watch the AT&T pro-am. And you can yeah. get sort of, you know, the play-by-play, figure out what your strategy is going to be. There is no strategy for winged foot, he's saying. So he's saying no, you got to no, go no. out there and play it well. You've got to play it great, and you just got to do it. 
I love the current PGA champion. Not the tour, but the major winner. Colin Morikawa says that says that he's feeling really good about this tournament. He should. He's feeling, he should. He's, yeah. He's he's dialed in. He's he's a great player, uh, a great young player at least. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he has every reason to feel good after his showing at the PGA Championship. Yep. Tiger Woods is excited to be here. He missed the cut the last time he played in 2006, but I – He's not on my short list. No. He's not on my short list. Um, not on mine either. He says he's feeling good. That's exciting. Yay, Tiger Woods is at <laughs> winged foot. Um, I'm just going to go out and say it. I don't think he makes the cut. No, I don't think so either. I don't think he makes the cut. Um, and, if he, and if by some miracle he makes the cut, he, yeah. he finishes fifth to last at best. Do you think he finishes above the cut line even if he makes the cut? No. Mm-mm. What? No. Like above oh, the cut above line. Above the cut line. Below it? Yeah. I guess, what is it? So, I, so, like, if you look at it, above is in and below is out, right? So, below the cut line. But I always feel like because it's it's negative numbers and positive numbers. It's going numbers, down, yeah. It should, yeah. So, yeah. So, he finishes then See, below do, the cut line. He below finishes, the cut line. He finishes below the cut that, line, even if he makes the cut. That must be where it got confusing for my prop bet last week. Yeah. Because yeah. – because when you talk about the cut line, you typically go in a visual sense. Yeah. Because uh, uh, you're talking about the leaderboard. Yeah. Uh, but when you talk about scores, you it's you reverse opposite. that. Because yeah. 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 I always I'm think bad. that I think they the should just, I think they should just do it backwards. I think if you get a birdie, it should be plus one, and if you get a bogey, it should be minus one. Well, and then when they talk about the end score, it's always the total number of strokes. Yeah. So it is. It's, it's always, always like, because it's, what is it? It's 270. Um, it's like, it's 288. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Isn't it like 268 the best? It's something like that. 263 wow. or something. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, okay. Um, um, so Tiger Woods is excited. I have no hope for him. Um Dustin Johnson is like just being all Dustin Johnson-y. Yeah, did I'm ready. You, did you catch, I'm gonna go play some did, golf. <laughs> did you catch that? Oh. All right, get out. Shut the door. Oh, children. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, did you catch that? Dustin Johnson said, uh, completely forgot he's played wing foot before. Yes. Yeah, he played it like he got a, in a net jets tournament that they like invited him he's like i never played here before and they're like no 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 like 11 years ago you played here like as like uh as a favorite of net jets and he was like yeah oh okay well i guess i have yeah, it, before. <laughs> it was and they even pitched it they even pitched it like a um like a uh uh they said this is the most dustin johnson answer ever yeah yeah um, and then the other, what is it? Oh, Bryson is going to try to overpower the course. Idiot. Just it's, not going to work out. We've talked about no. this. We talked about this on Monday. It's not going to work out for him. It's going to be eight inches deep. No. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's You're not going to overpower insanity. the course. He's going to break no. his wrist trying to overpower the rough. Yeah. Because the thing is, Run like, what back. I just said, there's like a 500-something <laughs> yard par four. I mean, the thing yeah. is, is and every, there's a 300 – I think number six is 321-yard par four, um, uh-huh. which is sort of like, do you go for it or do you not? And everybody's just like – I mean, they said that the previous – Billy Casper wanted by not going in the rough. You know, Tiger sort of gave right. Bryson all these things, which was like, it you're – don't go in the rough because it'll eat you alive. And I, I'm you very excited. You have to excited. play safe golf at the U.S. Open. But the holes are so long. Like, so – Right. So, this is, this is going to be – it's going to be – it's not going to be an overpowering game. This is going to be a long iron test. Long iron test, a driving accuracy test. Three eight um, irons and then a two putt. I'm good to go. Bogey everything. Yeah. You, are you bogey are everything. Okay You'll be there? fine. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of excess noise from your side of the microphone. (laughs) 
well, if you want to come and take my kids to school, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be there in 10 minutes. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be yeah. right over. Right. Uh, <laughs> hi, Abby. How are you again? What are you doing? Did you do your homework? And it's 6.50 in the morning. <laughs> what? Nah. Um, all right, let me put her, let me get her settled. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, so far it's just been loads and loads of, well, interviews and practice rounds. And, um, and to be fair, I was going to say the only, the only thing that is making me more annoyed than Bryson DeChambeau um, saying he's going to try to overpower this course is Brandel Chambly, who just keeps going on and on and on. Um, sorry, I'm just pulling up some of the stuff that he's been saying because it's it's been hurting my brain. He has said that Tiger is too old to play this course. I think it's going to be way too long. Um, yeah, I, he's, yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, yeah, I, uh, I spaced out for a second. Um, no, I was just talking that Brandel Chambly on the Golf Channel has been going bonkers and just, you know, Rory McIlroy doesn't have a chance because he's a new dad. And Dustin Johnson is compared, – he compared him to Russell Westbrook. I don't know. Like Russell Westbrook, as we all know, plays with the fire of a thousand suns. Absolutely. Like Dustin Johnson plays with the fire of a thousand moons. Right. Like he just, no he fire. just, no fire. <laughs> just, he just, he just, he, you know, he, he goes with the tides. He takes the tide with him, whatever you want to say. Like Dustin Johnson is the professional show up and play golfer. Yeah, and he's the best player in the world. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me that he's like Russell Westbrook? No. Last time I checked, Russell Westbrook doesn't win very much. He's just really, really good. And angry. But his team can't put it together half no. the time. He, they should Justin make a Justin team. Put they should everything make everything together. They should make a team with just Russell Westbrook and call it the Ragedom. <laughs> he's invited on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he should. Um, so should we get to picks? You want to talk about the, do, how long? Do we know how long the course is? All right. So, yeah, I guess we should break this, this break uh, down. tournament down completely. So we are looking at the 119th edition of the U.S. Open. Uh, this is the 2019-2020 season U.S. Open. Uh, it was originally scheduled for June um, – 15th through the 21st, the whole week. Um, it's being played at Wingfoot Golf Club. It's a par 70. Uh, originally an A.W. Uh, Tilling has designed in 1923. Yeah. It plays 7,477 yards. That's ridiculous. That's a long, that's a long course. That's a long course. Uh, Mamoronic, that means every shot Mamoronic. has to be longer than 100 yards. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, easy enough. Uh, uh New York, purse of $12.5 million, and your defending champion is Gary Woodland. Yes, Gary Woodland won last year at Pebble Beach. Um, easy peasy lemon squeezy, right? Yeah. There. Good breakdown. Good job. Who are you? Right. Who are who are you picking this week? This is like for this is, I'm trying to figure out. I need to catch up after last week. I'm thinking about going kind of chalky. I'm going chalky. Did you go first? Did you go first last week? I went first last week. I'm going Dustin Johnson. I knew you would. All right. <laughs> he's won. He's won it for me. Hopefully, this will be three out of five, basically. <laughs> right. <laughs> Plus, you need the points. Plus, I need the points. Um, I am going to go – well, okay. Well, let me talk about Dustin Johnson real quick. Dustin Johnson – and this has to work out in my favor. I said it last time you picked him that there's no way he 
goes back to back to back. Well, he basically went back to back to back. So let me put it this way. There's no way Dustin Johnson goes back to back to back to back, right? No, I'm, no I'm hoping – I still think I still think he's top five material for this course. You're telling me I – just, I just don't see how he goes from uh, winning the first playoff event, losing the second one by in a playoff, and then winning the tour championship. Yeah. To then turning around in a week and winning the U.S. Open. I just don't I, see I, how you I can also know that, that he, up. I also know he would have won the Safeway Golf thing. <laughs> Do you think he would have? Yes. Yeah, it was video game golf, and it was it – was, the winner wasn't minus 21. He would have gone minus 25. Um, he would have gone 25 under. You, you – if the if all you did was take out the like let's say we take out like Chess and Hadley and we put Dustin Johnson in his place, yeah, Dustin Johnson would have won. I'm not saying you like you replaced the entire field. I'm saying you just put in Dustin Johnson. Uh, maybe you're right, but I disagree. All okay, right, okay, fine. We agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't okay. agree to disagree. I just disagree. Okay. We just disagree on disagreeing now. Nah, there you go. This, there you is, go. this is a word. I like, <laughs> I like to be argumentative. Yeah. All right. Um, I am going to uh, pick it. I'm having a hard time with this because I feel like it's a bad pick, but I also – his the trajectory and – Don't um, do it. From last season. Don't do it. Last season, I, two weeks ago. <laughs> 10 days ago <laughs> last, last season. And I think, I think he's ready for this kind of spotlight performance. I, I'm going to take a flyer here as my first pick on John Rom. On John Rom. I'm going to take a flyer on John Rom. That's not a flyer. He's like, he's that's That is as chalky as he get. He's number two in the world. I, I just don't think, I think people make, picks based off their world ranking but it doesn't mean that they can no. beat the beat the course i don't think he's ready i still don't think he's ready right. so there you go you don't th i think he's ready but you know you're not picking tiger woods either and he's arguably Am the I? player of all time you already Am said I? You weren't. so you can do what you want i, I picked tiger woods to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't – I mean, John Rahm, I I get that you would say that that's a flyer. I, I'm with you. I don't think he's right. He's not even on my list. I know he's playing the best golf of his life right now, and he'll probably be top 20 unless the grass makes him so frustrated in the first, like, six holes. Like, if he goes right. for it on six and it doesn't go anywhere and he's just – any bogey six, he's out of the tournament. But I will say, I think he also had – he's one of the few players in the field this week who yeah. can muscle it out of the rough if he has to. So he tried that. He tried play. that in the bunker at the players two years ago, and he just dumped it in the water. So but he muscled he's, it. He's a huh? bit of he's, – he's, he's, he would be my – so last year he would be my tin cup candidate of the year. For this U.S. <laughs> Open, he's For sure. a tin cup candidate. Cup candidate for the US yes. I like that. <laughs> He's the guy who puts it in the same water three times and then just sort of goes, well, I got it on the green the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> this is your I last golf ball. <laughs> I think he's ready. Um, I, am, I am three people deep. Uh, you haven't chosen any of them yet because you only got one pick so far. Um, so because I'm getting the first pick of the U.S. Invitational, make sure you still get the first pick at the Masters because that's how it should because they're majors. Yeah. Um, so just in case it's not alternate weeks. Um, I really want to. He played so well last week. 
if it wasn't for not last week, nobody played well last week except Stuart Sink. <laughs> um, he played so say, well. Oh, no. When I say last week, it's a bit like <laughs> when when the tournament starts on Friday instead of Thursday. When I say last week, I mean the Tour Championship. Right. <laughs> um, it did end last week. I know. I've got I've got like four guys in my head. Can I just tell you who I'm not picking first? No. I'm not picking Bryson DeChambeau. You're not picking Brooks Kepka. I'm not picking Brooks Kepka. <laughs> um I'm not picking Gary Woodland. Right. Um Can I just have a fourth pick? No. Okay. Then I'm picking I'm I'm picking I'm I'm doing this strategically. I'm picking the guy who I think you're going to pick next. I'm going to pick him first. Justin Thomas. He is next on my list. He is next on your list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me feel so much better. Uh, my strategy worked. <laughs> uh, historically, when you pick Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas, though, it backfires. Completely. Oh, miserably. So miserably. Yeah. <laughs> All See, right. I I think Justin Thomas has one of the best shots to actually win this. Yeah. And I think he's such a soft – speaking of Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson, we forgot to mention in the news, Dustin Johnson won the PGA Tour Player of the Year. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all is right in the world. Yes. Um, we're, we were upset Justin Thomas won the PGA Player of the Year. It's important to distinguish that the PGA Player of the Year is – PGA of America votes on that. Yeah. Uh, the tour votes on uh, their player of the year. Yeah. Um, I think Justin Thomas has one of the best shots to actually win this. Mm-hmm. But now that you've picked him, I'm going to nag on it a bit. Um, <laughs> I have negatives Good. to say. Uh, I don't think, just like I think John Rom has a good chance to muscle it out, I don't think that Justin Thomas has a good chance to muscle it out and typically late in rounds Justin Thomas finds himself on either side of a fairway so I uh, where if Justin Thomas can manage to hang on and keep his ball in the fairway yeah um, whether that be he has to tee off with hybrids and 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 fairway woods so be it but but then it calls into question can is his length long enough is he long enough to play this course by clubbing down off the tee? And I'm not so sure he is. Now, I know pound for pound, he's one of the longest uh, players on tour, yeah. but he's not the longest player on – he's not one of the longest players on tour yeah. in actual accounts. Um, I think it's a great pick, and I think he has the mental fortitude, if I just you will, think he has the unofficial winner of the tour day. championship in my books. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's my pick. I'm going with him. Who do you have next? Um, I am going to go to the guy who has been uh, snubbed of uh, a FedEx Cup two years straight, uh, and that is Xander Schauffele. That was my next pick. Good. That was my next pick. So you made this a little bit easier for me. Um, Earlier this year, we saw Xander Shoffley falter at 17 um, at the Classic Open Championship Classic. Yes. Um, <laughs> I forget what it was. It was, it was, oh yeah, no, it was the, um, it was the Financial Advisors Championship Open. <laughs> <laughs> or the Manufacturing Plants Invitational. It was one of those Which two. You, you consistently make fun of tour uh, event names that now you don't even remember what the I events are called. I don't even remember them. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. It was the um, – it doesn't matter. It was It was earlier this year. It was like the third tournament. It was the second tournament back after the, the shutdown. Um, yeah. When Daniel Berger won it. I do remember that. The Farmers? No, not was it the? It might have been the Farmers Insurance something or other. Yeah, maybe. Open. Yeah. Most, okay. Most of these are open. We're so good at this. 
even though they're all invitational, even though you have to be a member, it should be called, it should be called the farmer's members. They're called opens because you can Monday qualify for them as an amateur. They're all opens. No. That's why they call them an open. I don't believe you. You and I can go try and get into these events. I thought you, I thought Monday qualifiers were only if you like, was if, if they like you, you basically played into an alternate position. But that, those positions are open to anybody. Yeah, but the alternate positions aren't like always there. Sometimes they don't use the alternates. You can play into these events. And Why don't you, you do that? Can, I'm, I'm definitely not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're good enough to drive your car there and show up on a Monday. Yeah, actually, my, my <laughs> only goal in golf, my only competitive goal is to play in a U.S. Open qualifier. But you have to qualify for a qualifier. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. but okay. I, I want to just play in that. That's why they're open. I, so my thing with Xander is, yes, he's got a few wins. Yes, he's peaking right now. This is the right time to pick him. But I don't think, I, again, don't think he's played enough of these PGA events to really go in there, eyes wide open, and not get super frustrated. Um, I like the pick. I do like the pick, but I just think, you know what, with Steve creeping around behind him, his dad, not really, you know, I think it's going to be a tough one. I think if everything goes well and right, it'll be good for him. If, if I think that's the thing is he's one of those guys where if, if one bad thing happens, he has a lot harder time coming back from it than most people. I agree. Which is why I'm not picking Rory McIlroy. So, you're not. Nope. I'm not picking Phil Mickelson, even though I really want him to win. Who doesn't want him to win? Get his slam, the Phil slam. The Phil slam. The Phil Mickel right. slam. <laughs> Copyright, trademark. I think that's hitting, hitting bombs. You have a pink pen. Nice. Um, I found it in the room. All right, I am going. My final pick. It is his inaugural U.S. Open. He is your current PGA Champion of the Year. He is a. He was a college student who played golf in California. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Colin Morikawa. He, I'm hoping he doesn't know what he's in for and he just plays it right and he plays it well. Colin Morikawa is definitely, uh, definitely I'm has the act. I'm holding my breath because I don't think it's the best pick, but I, I'm going with it. So Colin Morikawa is last on my list. Okay, but he's on your list. I'm, he's on my list. He's last. He's number six. Yeah. On my on my short list. Um, Colin Morikawa is definitely one of the most accurate players. Yes. He's um, got the best long irons on tour right now. Absolutely. For that, it's a good pick because you know we just said we needed they need accuracy out there. But it's a U.S. Mm -hmm. Open. <laughs> but. <laughs> It's yeah. the U.S. Open, right? This isn't the PGA Championship. No. This is probably the hardest golf he's ever going to play in his life. Yes. And, At least for another 14 years. Right. And he also tends to struggle in hazardous areas. He's one of the best on tour off the fairways. But when he gets in the rough, and we saw this at the we saw this at the PGA Championship, he doesn't do very well when the rough is really thick. Yeah, we saw it and again. I we saw it really at the BMW Championship three weeks that's ago. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I think it's a good third pick, um, but I don't. I think you're really. Uh, I think when you pick Colin, it's more of a well. I hope he makes the cut so I can get the points through the week. 
I'm hoping he top 20s. That's fair. I'm hoping he top 20s. Um, I think that's the best he's going to do if he yeah. play if he manages to play well. I, to be fair, I think everybody else out there is a gamble. And a bigger right. gamble than that. Because if he yeah. finds the fairways, he's going to be tough to beat. Oh, exactly. Yeah. All Absolutely. right. Who's your pick? All right. So my final pick, you don't – you aren't – Obviously, you're not picking him because you've picked all of them, but you you were staying away from him. Wait, um, wait, is it Webb Simpson? It's not Webb Simpson. <laughs> uh, but I think he does have a chance um, to play really well. I think he's one of the he's definitely obviously one of the strongest strongest players out there. And I know he, he just had a hiccup, but that was a that was a pure golf moment. Uh, to to duff a ball from the rough into the, the water ten feet in front of you, uh, but I'm definitely gonna uh, uh, tie myself to Rory McIlroy for this one. I think he's uh, he is a U.S. Open champion, um, and he is one of the best, in my opinion, players when it comes to the highest level of competitive golf in the majors in the worldwide events i think he is going to play really well this week and if if not for anything just to rub it rub being a new dad in brandel shambley's face yeah i mean i get that nobody likes when brandel shambley talks about them i do get that um i just like i just don't think he's been anywhere near the big stage in a while and i don't think he's trending in the right direction I think he's just sort of like a normal name that everybody expects to see every week, and he just hasn't done it. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a good pick to make the cut. I don't think he's a good pick to top 20. I, I, think, he, I think he definitely falls in line with Colin Morikawa. Yeah. That top 20 is probably his best. Yeah. But again, he – That's still points. It, admittedly, I am hoping – I think, look, if he doesn't make the cut, I get it. If yeah. he makes the cut, I think he's in a good position to uh, make a huge dent in the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think of all the other names out there who are going to do well, and I just don't see a lot of them. Like, I think yeah. Web, I think the, I think the, I think the course is too long for Webb Simpson. Um, I think the rough is too deep for Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, where has Gary Woodland been since his last win? I don't know. Gary Woodland's uh, 10,000 to one odds to win this tournament. Yeah. Um, like my only sort of other pick is like my other sort of picks were like, I think my long shots are, are going to be interesting. Um, where's Ricky Fowler been? I don't know. It's almost it's almost sad to say, but with the with Ricky's recent events, I I don't know when Ricky's going to be able to contend for another major seriously. Yeah. So, so all right. So who's your long shot? All right. Thank Doc you. Doc Redmond. Thank you for giving me the long shot first. Uh, I was afraid you were going to say it, but you're a good guy. My long shot filled the thrill. Gets his career grand slam. Phil wins. Phil Mickle Slam. The Phil Mickle Slam. I have to add exclamation marks to Phil wins here. Sorry. Uh, yeah, my long shot. Phil Mickelson wins it. Um, Phil's 50. Phil yeah. doesn't really have a chance uh, when you put all the numbers together. No. But he's going to try. Somebody's, somebody's in line uh, to win. Uh, what is it? $3.8 million if he wins. I'm backing that guy, too. Let's let's get Phil his, his uh, career is, grand slam. I was going to say, which is still more than the the entire take from the ANA Invitational. <laughs> That's more right. than the entire purse. Um, my long shot, I, I like Phil as a long shot. My long shot is going to be... Anybody who played last week wins this week. <laughs> it was going to be Stuart Sink like repeats, 
Like Winner wins two plays. weeks in a row. <laughs> But I just want to keep. I just want to keep. I just want to keep pointing out that anybody who played last week does not have a shot to win this week. <laughs> See, I used my long shot as a fourth pick, basically, and you no. used, used it to continue to rag on. Last <laughs> to be fair, it's like I now have pick like four through one hundred and seventy nine. <laughs> I don't think you're going to hit on that. <laughs> All right. Well, that probably great. should. That's like, so my, I guess my prop bet and my long shot are, are, uh, are doing it. What's, what's your prop bet? Uh, my prop bet. And, and uh, I, I don't even know if this is low enough, but you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to beg you to let me have it after seeing how deep the rough is. Yeah. Uh, after seeing how deep the rough is, I'm predicting at least five quadruple bogeys through the week. Now, oh, wow. I, I know five might seem low compared to the amount of players there are, but they are pros and they should avoid quadruple bogeys. I think we see at least five. Now, that's going to be a lot of work on my part having is to look that, at everybody's so scorecards. I will allow that if it's pros only. Yeah, pros only. Yeah. None of the amateurs that are in the field get that same pros only yeah yeah that see and i don't take into account the amateurs okay um they do uh, they don't appreciate that <laughs> i know i don't <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't thinking about them when i when i came up with that yeah uh, but uh, i made that note pros only okay um they're gonna get the majority of them <laughs> quadruple bogeys <laughs> i think so you have to tell me if this is if this if this works i was going to go with the good old classic all three sophomores make the cut no you already used you already used that i already used that that's what i said my prop bet should have been that one i i need to i need to come up with a like a good law like an like an oklahoma state university uh person wins it's the um, what's a good prop bet then? That's a good prop bet. I like. I still like Bryson breaks his clubs, but I've already used that. Um, but it didn't happen, so you can use that. Oh, so, well, this is the thing that we haven't really talked about yet. So this is a good thing. Um, Wingfoot is notorious for being the hardest of the U.S. Open courses, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. As a matter of fact, since the '50s, since they went to the stroke play format. This is only the fourth time they've played at Wingfoot for the yeah. U.S. Open. Yeah, and they've called it the massacre twice. One, I've said in the mid-60s because after Johnny Miller shot a 63, the next year they made it impossible to break par. Right. Um, and then again in 2006 because you saw Phil Mickelson, like triple bogey 18 to not win the U.S. Invitation. The U.S. So coming Open. in second, right? Yeah, coming in. Yeah, I think it was like one of his fourth times or five times that he Six came in times. second. He's, Six times? He's He's coming second six times in the U.S. Open. That's hard. That's that's a hard bullet to bite. Um, yeah. So here you go. My prop bet is my prop bet is less than ten guys. Yeah. Finish in red. Finish over par. Under par. Less than 10 guys finish under par. Uh, you're right. All right. I'll take it. Is that all right? That's all right. I Less was going to do five. I par. was going to say no one. I hope no one finishes under par. I hope, I hope 16 guys shoot in the eight. I hope there, I hope there are men of the people in the 90s this week. <laughs> I, I just want it I just want it all to be good and golden um, yeah those are our picks we've done some picking you want to do the next read what's your low round of the week oh my low round of the week <sighs> par 72 70 
I can't hear you. You just went away. I'm still recording and you went away. So my, <laughs> I don't really know what to do now. My, um, my pick this week, uh, I, I was going to go with, is it, is it, let me just double check this par 70. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You were sideways. What, what happened? I have no idea. It's fine though. I'll just edit that out. Um, okay. It kicked me out. So par is 70. Par 70. I'm still recording, so that's good. Let me just double check. No, I see it. It's okay, cool. Par is 70. I'm going I'm going 68. Two under. Hmm. I No, that's a bad that's a bad number. Can I repick that number? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's all right, because I put one under as the low right. I'm hoping. Like, I'm just – I'm hoping that on day four there is – I'm hoping they don't mow it between now and Sunday, except the greens. I think they, I think they actually destroyed all their mowers. <laughs> you just set them on fire in the barn? Yeah. They put them all, they put them all in, a, in a ring and did a ceremonial bonfire. burn yeah. bonfire of the mowers for yeah. the U.S. Open. Um, um all right, what's your final final round or uh, final score? Minus seven. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Mm, well, I yeah. like this. We went we yeah. went in complete opposite directions. I know. I like this. We went in complete opposite directions. I don't think it's gonna come anywhere close to seven under par. As a matter of fact, my final score prediction is three over. Oh I, wow. I don't yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody – I think I'm totally willing – excuse me. You're fine. I don't get any breakfast. Go eat something then. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to edit Bye. so much of this. <laughs> it's a good thing we're doing it early. Yeah. And go. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that I, – I think that plus – I would love to see plus three. I would love to see plus three. I would love to see plus 10. I would love to see these guys struggling for 75s. Like that would be, that would make me so happy. This is my favorite tournament of the year because of that. Um, I just think after last year at Pebble Beach and even at Shinnecock, um, these guys are that good. Well, I, I look at it like, excuse me. I look at it like, the last four times this tournament was played at Wingfoot, yeah. Only one time it was under par. Okay, so then these guys are gonna get crushed. two or three under par. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Okay. That's why I went three over. All right. Um. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's do let's do the next let's do the next read. Yeah. It's time for us to put down our bag. And hear from our sponsors. Hey, what's going on, guys? It is U.S. Invitational Week, and we will be doing some hot mics. Hot mic. Um, hot mic. We uh, please check us out. Download the app. It is on your to your phone, your smartphone, or you probably the app store on your computer. Uh, we'll be watching and commentating, doing a watch party for the U.S. Invitational. Um, use the code word golf for the invitation code golf G O L F that helps us out. We can then do more shows. We have a good time doing them. Um, yeah. So check out the U S invitational on hot mic that is in your app store. And yeah, we will, um, we'll be there. I'll be there. We'll be doing some hot mic, hot mic, hot mic. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunner Kane. All right, that was that was that was not brilliant. So check us out on Hot Mike. Ah. <laughs> All right. Well, since since it's, I mean, what what am I doing this week in golf? I'm watching the U.S. Open. Yep. You too. Yep. All right. Who do you want to win? John Rahm, Xander Shoffley, or Rory McIlroy. Okay. It's like I want Phil Mickelson to win. I want Phil you know to I win. Do. I want I want Tiger to I want Tiger to show up and get eighty three and another major. That would be very cool. Um, oh. 
Yeah, check us out on social media, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts from. Tell your friends about us, please. We are getting closer and closer to 2,200, and we will be doing a giveaway. So those those golf balls get in today at some point. Um, enjoy. I'll, I'll talk to you this. We will, we're going to be talking loads about the U.S. Invitational. Loads. So I'll catch you later. Thanks for doing the pod with me. All right, Ben. All Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys. 28 clubs, zero parts given. It is lunchtime.